Hello and welcome to the With Love podcast, where everything we say, do, and talk about is in love and from a place of love. I'm your host, Bella. And I'm your host, Abby. And we are so excited to go on this journey with you guys. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and let's talk about all things life. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode three of With Love, the podcast. We are so happy to have you guys joining us today. So the topic of discussion today is help, I think I hate myself. We are diving into all things self-esteem, self-confidence, loving yourself, and feeling ugly. So basically, Abby, do you want to kick us off kind of with what is self-esteem, self-love, and self-confidence, kind of the main spheres of what we're talking about? Yes, I would love to. So self-esteem is ultimately the confidence that you have in your own worth or abilities. But then self-love, I feel like there's like kind of two types of self-love. I feel like there's a conceited, prideful, arrogant self-love where someone thinks that they're better than anyone else. And that's kind of like, I feel like why we have a bad idea of what self-love is, but we'll talk about that later. And then Mm -hmm. there's naturally loving yourself that comes out of being thankful to God for what he made and for who you are. Yes, exactly. And that second one is actually so important, but also so hard to actually believe and to act out. To me, um, and when I think of self-esteem, I think of self-esteem as loving yourself because of how God made you and loving yourself because he made you. And we really need to understand that he didn't just willy-nilly make us. Like, we are made in his image. In Genesis, it says we are made in his image and we are his divine craftsmanship. And in my opinion, this is real self-love and this is where our self-confidence should come from. Knowing these scriptures and knowing where our whole concept of who we are comes from is what should be driving our self-love, self-esteem, self-confidence, all those things. Yeah, and I think, like, we often think that self-love, like, you look at somebody like, oh, they love themselves, you know? Like, it can kind of sound, like, not nice, and it is <laughs> sounds, like, kind of bad because we link it with this arrogance and pride. But I think loving yourself for the way God made you and having confidence and knowing that Jesus has made you the way you're meant to be, like, he's literally, every part of you is how it's meant to be. And I feel like once you understand that, then you can love yourself. And that's the best form of loving yourself because it gives you a security in knowing you are the way you are for a reason. Exactly. And the Bible tells us to love others as we love ourselves. How can we love others if we don't know how to love ourselves the way we're meant to? We can only know how to love ourselves when our identity and who we are comes from knowing and loving Jesus and fully grasping that we are here on this earth who we are because of him. Yeah, I love that you said that. We first do need to like actually grasp the love that Jesus has for us. And then through that, we'll begin to see ourselves the way God sees us. And that means we'll understand how loved we are, number one. And through knowing how much he loves us, then I feel like out of that, we'll be able to love others. Yeah, exactly. And we can have this confidence in like loving ourselves because we know why we are here and we know why we are created. We have this confidence in loving ourselves because we know Jesus loves us. And if he created everything to be good and perfect, then we are created good and perfect. And if we claim to love God's creation, then we have to, be able to love ourselves in that because we are his creation. Yeah, exactly. And this is definitely not always easy if you actually just don't know how to love yourself, let alone mm-hmm. love other people. But like ask God to help you and ask him to show you, number one, his love for you and ask him to make you aware of how much he does love you. And once you understand that, then I feel like you'll be able to love yourself because you'll feel loved. And through that, then you'll love other people because the Bible says we love because he first 
loved us. Like it literally says God first loved us. Number one is his love for us, which is crazy because it's like God loving us. Like how? But once we understand that our lives, it will be like, it's like a cup. It like overflows because he gives us so much love that we end up loving ourselves and then Mm. with other people. But um, yeah. And society today tells us to like love ourselves and self-care and choose ourselves above all else. And we end up saying no to the things we don't need. And essentially we prioritize me over we. And that's what everyone around us, society, Instagram, socials, everything tells us to do. And I'm not diminishing the power of self-love and self-care when I say this, but we can't always have this mentality that I'm going to choose me over everything else because that's not how we were created to live. And that's a very selfish and self-centered mindset. Yes, self-love is beyond important. We just said that like a second ago. Looking after yourself is also so, so important. But the Bible warns us about doing things out of selfish ambition and vain conceit. Sometimes we have to do the hard things. Even when we would rather have a stay-at-home self-care night, put a movie on, little face mask, like we love self-care night. (laughs) But honestly, sometimes we even when we would rather do the self-care because sometimes we have to put our neighbors above ourselves we have to get our self-love from jesus not from literally being in love with ourselves and only choosing me over we you know yeah and i am all for a little self-care right you know we all love a face mask and And that type of self-love is and self-care is so important but what's more important is like bella mentioned it's a genuine love for ourselves and how god made us and I think, um, yeah, the number one thing is like knowing where the love comes from and um, is it coming from our security in Jesus and knowing how we were designed to be or is it become, coming from us thinking we are it? I don't know. <laughs> we are it. <laughs> yes, we, are- we are the shizzle minizzle. <laughs> but um, moving on to another point that relates to that is what do I do when I feel ugly and feel at my worst? And girl or boy, if you're listening, I have been there. I have gone through those seasons, days and moments where I actually have zero confidence. And honestly, I guess I still kind of struggle with this at times. If we're going to get super real for a sec, I did kind of struggle with like eating disorders and body dysmorphia for like most of my teen years, which is a sad reality that I think many of us face And looking at statistics like of today's day and age that number of people struggling with this is only getting higher and I find myself in mentally tough situations and I found it so hard to see my worth in Jesus in these seasons and see my beauty from his perspective and I'm like I've never thought oh I'm downright ugly but I did and sometimes still do myself is just see myself as like just an average person I'm like why would anyone want me if they can have someone 10 times better and I think a lot of us think like this and this actually goes deeper than just looks it relates to personality and who I am as a person and it actually got so bad that it started to affect my friendships and relationships around me because I hated myself so much I couldn't see why anyone would like me and that led to me sabotaging a lot of relationships because I doubted them the whole time and doubted their intention for being my friend like that movie Duff for example that created a lot of self-doubt I know that's a stupid movie but just as an example and I've actually had to really teach myself to like snap out of that and I've had to almost shake myself silly and legit yell like stop like who made you why are you here you were here on purpose for a purpose and the way you're talking to yourself right now is how you're essentially talking to God we are made in his image and that's deeper than looks it's who you are it's your calling it's your mission and you you are calling him stupid and his artwork ugly. So literally stop. 
Like I sometimes look in the mirror and I'm like, stop, Bella. You are being crazy right now. Stop talking down to yourself. And also like, it's okay to gain weight. It's okay to have pimply skin, have short hair, long hair, thin hair, soft tummies, round eyes, skew teeth, body hair. Like the list goes on with imperfections that we see in ourselves, but God doesn't see them as imperfections. And we need to get better at loving ourselves the same way that we love others because the Bible literally says, love your neighbor as yourself. And if you cannot love yourself, there is no way you can love others nor expect others to love you. And also, I just want to say, if you are struggling with mental health and how you're seeing yourself, um, I just want to strongly urge you to talk to someone. You cannot heal in hiding and your choices of chances of backsliding, if you try to do it on your own, are almost always guaranteed. And we need to honestly work with a community of people that are going to help us see our worth in Jesus. And they're going to help us lift us and see us come around God and his word and who he says we are. Yeah, I love that. I feel like Bella just gave us a lot of information. <laughs> That's really good. I just, I feel like I sped through what I was trying to say. <laughs> no, I think that was great. And um, yeah, I think it's important, like at the end, how you said to have people who point you in the right direction, because we all have days, trust me, where we feel very gross and ugly. Um, And this is like, not as deep as what Bella said but for me I don't know if anyone else does this but I go through regular occasions where I honestly feel like I hate everything I own I hate all my clothes I want to maybe it happens once every three months or so where I decide literally everything in my wardrobe is awful I nothing fits me I look terrible and everything I want to dye my hair and come back another person pretty much reinvent myself yes and and this this, this happens we've seen it no it genuinely happens it got to a point where I would like clean out my closet so much and like sell my clothes that my mom would be like you have to stop you have no clothes left like I honestly got I would get rid of everything all the time because I just hated it and um that's funny now but it still happens to me all the time but I realized that those feelings will pass that day that I'm having it will pass and the clothes that I have aren't as bad as I think and I don't look as bad as I feel um but yeah, I think it is like, I feel like that can probably, ha- it's probably not just me. I hope it's not just me. But um, I do think those feelings, like it's important to remember that they're temporary and practically mm-hmm. on those days, what I choose to do now is not throw out and get rid of everything, but is to just take it easy and like maybe just have an outing with myself, go get a coffee or do something chill <laughs> or go to the gym, go for a run. Um, do something to make you make yourself feel better or maybe like take a bit of a social media break because I feel like when you go on social media you can compare a lot and when you're already feeling a bit down and maybe not like it's your best day it's not the best thing to go look at everyone else's life where it's like a highlight reel Mm. Um, just even take like a 24 hour social media break I try to do that like every now and then it's actually really nice and yeah I'll just go for a little walk and I don't know you could even go for a prayer walk um yeah, and I realize eventually that things are not as bad as they seem. And I can guarantee you that those moments where you're feeling really down and really gross, because we all have those days, they will pass. It might take like two days, but you will get there and you'll realize that things are not as bad as they seem. And also, maybe it is a good idea to clean out your closet every once in a while. I don't know. But remember, emotions are temporary, so don't make permanent decisions based on your temporary emotions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We love a good closet clean out. (laughs) We do love that. But also, I just want to say, like, beauty is more than just what we look like or how we dress. It's who we are. 
to strangers, to neighbors, to family and friends, like beauty doesn't stay on the surface. So many of us know this, yet still place our worth and our value in how we look. And if we don't look a certain way, our value is completely dis- diminished. I think they'll only like us if we look this way or act this way. And it's all based on external appearances. And then if someone doesn't like us, we chuck it up to us being ugly. And that is such a sad way to live because not everyone's going to like us. And it's not going to be because of how we look or because of how we dress. There's literally 7 billion people in this world. We cannot please them all. We cannot look, act, be in a way that pleases everybody. So our identity has to be wrapped up in Jesus and who he says we are and in how he has made us. We should all, everybody should be trying to live like Psalm 139 where it says, I praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. And I just want to ask, like, does your soul know that you are beautiful because he has made you that way? Like we are honestly fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. And we are one of his wonderful works. Yep. I love it. And um, I just want to say like, there's always going to be on earth with so many people, like Bella said, there's always going to be someone who you feel like, might do something better than you or looks better than you or has something you don't have even like someone who's the best at something like they could be an olympian they're still going to be feel like someone else out there was better than them and had a better record so it's yeah. like you're always going to be there's always going to be something better and i think we actually just have to know that like we are designed the way we are for a reason yeah internally and, and externally yeah internally externally and like god knew what he was doing it's part of his plan and I know it can be difficult, like really it can be. Some days, you know, you get very down. We're all humans. And yeah, I think it's just important to know, have that security in Jesus so that when you feel down, you know it's actually all okay as well. But mm-hmm. um, also, this is just funny, but have you ever, like Bella was saying, it's not, it's not just on the outside. It's actually about what's on the inside. And I feel like beauty does come from the inside. I know society like places it, you know, beauty on the outside, whatever. <laughs> But I feel like the Bible says it's what on what's on the inside that matters. And I think it's so true because have you ever seen like someone so cute, but then how they act is just like really rude or nasty and it actually makes them look not cute yeah. anymore. And I think that just shows how like what's on the inside, it impacts what is seen on the outside. Because if that cute person is so cute and they act really nice and kind too, then it makes them even more cute, you know? But yeah. um yeah I think it just that's just like a silly example but it does point to like what's most important and that's what's on the inside and the bible also says like the mouth speaks what the heart is full of so if your heart is full of love and joy and kindness you'll speak those things that bring love and joy and life to other people but if your heart is full of pride or arrogance or spite you'll speak from that place and that will impact how not just how you look but it actually impacts how people see you yeah which then I guess does impact how you look and even more so it will impact how you make other people feel and that won't be making them feel beautiful. Yeah. And I think that's why this is so much emphasis on guarding our hearts, because like you said, from the heart flows out who we are and a beautiful guarded pure heart leads to a beautiful guarded pure person. So God doesn't want us to go through our lives filled with hate or disappointment or insecurities about ourselves. He wants us to love who we are and love how we are made. And we are honestly perfect. Don't be afraid to tell yourself that. I mean, not everyone's perfect. I know I get it, blah, blah, blah. Like God's the only perfect thing. But in Matthew, it says, you therefore must be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. Like embrace that. Tell yourself, I am perfect. I'm like him. I'm made in his image. I'm perfect. And also loving yourself and choosing to put yourself first 
can mean letting go of some things. Maybe some people or not putting yourself in certain situations that like make you feel less than or make you doubt what it says in Matthew. Like some people, maybe even friends or your family will deliberately bring you down because of their own struggles with self-love and their own struggles with insecurities. But being with those people and and being with those people and like in those environments can make it very difficult for you to love yourself so maybe limit the time you spend with them or choose to just not put yourself in those situation or choose that it's all going to go in one ear out the other because as you know family can be hard to escape sometimes have to see them and it's not always easy to avoid those situations but we can in that or choose to guard our hearts because a guarded heart leads to a guarded person well not guarded but I guess like you know, pure heart, pure person. And it ultimately affects the way we see ourselves and the way we see Jesus. Yeah, I think that's really good. And like, it's important to know, like, as much as it is knowing who we are in Jesus and all of that, it's also like there's practical things we can do and like removing yourself from situations to put yourself first Mm. and actually showing care and love for yourself in that way is also really important. And I think like we have to know that our self-confidence comes from Jesus and sabotaging that is the enemy's number one way to prevent us from doing what God's put us here to do. Yeah. And I think time and time again, I see people not using their God-given gifts because they are afraid of what people will think because they're, they're letting their insecurities get the better of them. And it's not about what people think at the end of the day. Like when we're doing stuff to glorify God. It's not about what others' perceptions are or what they think. If we're doing it for him, because of him, then be confident in it. Know it's only happening by his will. People used to ask, like, when I was younger, or I guess now still people ask, oh my gosh, where does your confidence come from? You're so confident. Even in moments when I felt I was not confident, I still sometimes feel like this when people ask me. And I think it's because I was just simply like exuding the confidence that God had instilled in me. And it's a natural thing when we know we are alive for him and for his purpose. We get this confidence that commands attention. People notice us because it's him in us commanding them to notice. And the confidence we have can often lead to helping other people find their confidence. And God confidence is a real thing. And when we find it, it is so beautiful. And people begin to compliment you on your confidence. And you don't even realize that you're radiating it most of the time. Like, I still don't realize it. But people are like, oh, my gosh, confidence. Like, oh, my gosh, God. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, um, I think also confidence looks different for every person. Like, if someone hasn't told you you're confident, that's okay as well. Like, just know that you are. Because I think – I'm just going to say this, Bella. I hope it's fine. But me and Bella are very different. Bella will be a lot – like, she'll – you'll walk into a room and be, like, loud and whatever. And I'll be (laughs) not loud. I'm not obnoxious. No, no, you're not obnoxious at all. It's just that we have different personalities. And so, for me, I often felt like people thought – oh my gosh, like, she's so not confident or, like, she's so quiet or whatever. But it's just a different type of confidence and it's just knowing who you are. And for each person, it will look different. But just know that, like, God's made your personality and the confidence, the type of confidence, because there's different types, I feel like. I don't yeah, know. Some exactly. people, we, yeah, we all show it differently. And um, just because you're not the loudest one in the room doesn't mean you're not confident. Like, yeah, and God might sorry god confidence does come in all different shapes and sizes it's not like one size yeah. fits everyone's yeah, exactly. like, god yeah and when you are really loud it's very easy for people to say oh my god you're so like you're so confident what is that whatever and when you're not really loud people don't say that and so then you kind of <laughs> feel like oh my gosh like i'm not confident but it doesn't work i just want to say it doesn't like work like that and you just need to trust that 
you literally Jesus has given you the personality you have even for a reason um yeah and you're part of his intricate plan he's made you look that way um for a reason he's put you where you are for a reason he's given you the gifts you have for a reason and the dreams you have in your heart for a reason and he's also given you a family for a reason mm-hmm. <laughs> like Bella said it can be challenging whether you love them or maybe I don't know but the enemy does not want you to believe that this is the case he would want you to be insecure for your whole life and unhappy with everything and um but God says he has you here for such a time as this and I believe that you're on this earth being the way you are with the gifts and talents and the family and the things that you have for such a time as this and God knows what he's doing with you so you do not need to be fearful or insecure about anything at all yeah exactly like fear is so point that I really love that kind of relates to what you were saying about such a time as this you're here on purpose like is the saying you're here on purpose for a purpose so essentially don't allow insecurity to rob you of your calling and also love yourself in all love like as it's itself like love (laughs) not just self-love in all forms has a unifying power it brings people together like the bible says love is unifying self-hatred never leads to good outcomes so be careful to really love yourself like you loving yourself has the power to help other people love themselves as well and like abby said with your family you're placed there for a reason so maybe you loving yourself will lead to them loving themselves and will lead to I guess, a better family environment because loving yourself better leads to loving others better. And then others will love themselves because they see why others love them. Yeah. And imagine if we all loved ourselves the way our parents loved us. Like, I mean, I know everyone's parents and relationships are different, but would you, or like, are you embarrassed to tell your parents that you hate yourself, that you think you're ugly and you're hideous? Like it's their genetic makeup that made you. So would you feel embarrassed to tell them that? I know my mom's reaction, sometimes I do say this, and her reaction to me saying these things is enough for me to know that God's reaction is the same, if not 10 times madder and sadder. Because in 1 John, it says, we are his children. When he appears, we will be like him. We're going to look like him. We're going to be like him in all forms. And He, we are his children, essentially, the same way we are our parents' children. So we should all be trying to love ourselves the way we love God, because our self-love is an extension of our love for him also just before I finish up um it's the first and greatest commandment to love God above all else and hating yourself is essentially hating God because we are created in his image you are therefore directly disobeying him when you hate yourself and I don't know about punishment in your house but like I don't know wouldn't I don't know if anybody else got the wooden um spoon when they were younger I got that a few times um but (laughs) In our house, direct disobedience of a parent, like, led to mass consequences. So why would we risk his mass wrath? Con- <laughs> oh, what did I say? You said mass consequences. That was just funny. You can continue. Oh, I was like, oh, no, wait, what did I say? Um, but, yeah, so, like, why would we risk his wrath if it's so much easier to just love yourself above all else, you know? <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's really good. And I think, yeah, you said that was amazing. There we go for episode three. Is there anything yeah, else you want to say? One. It's a bit of a shorter one today, but my three. Yeah, but that's okay. That's good. Yeah, yeah. My three takeaways are one, love your. Loves you. 
The very reason we are alive is so that he can love us. We are created out of the highest act of love. Like we know how we are all created. And if you don't, ask somebody else. (laughs) And there's a reason behind us being created out of that. It's because he loves us and wants us to be born out of the most important ingredient in the world, love. He loves us as a parent, guardian, friend. His love is so intense. He's literally willing to die on a cross for us. So just remember that. Two, we are made in his image. So stop talking down to yourself. Essentially, you're looking at God's creation and saying, eh, it's all right. No, it's as good and as beautiful as it gets. I think of like when we were in Cape Town and we climbed Table Mountain and we looked out and we're like, wow, how beautiful. Like, imagine we got into the top and gone, eh, it's all right. Like, no, it's, it's as good as it gets. And number three, you can't love others without loving yourself. The second greatest commandment is to love your neighbor as yourself. If you cannot love yourself, you cannot love others. And this is the most important part of life. Without love for others, life becomes useless. Yay. Um, okay. My now, are, you're three. Okay. Mine are, no, number one, know that you were made beautifully in God's image. Mm-hmm. Number two, it's okay if you feel like you're having a down day and to not be in the best way and feel like you need to reinvent yourself because those feelings come, but then they also go. Yeah, because we are, sorry, sorry to cut in, but we are also very hormonal humans and we do need to notice that <laughs> and understand that because I yeah. definitely know that my, sorry, my self-confidence does slump at around a certain time of the month and we, yeah, we just need to notice that. <laughs> Yeah, well, your hormones will affect how you feel every day. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. And so, then so, num- yeah. my third one is you are designed and put where you are for such a time as this. Yes, so good. So that's all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. We got something out of it. If you liked it, please don't hesitate to give us a little like or a view and subscribe to our weekly uploads. We'd love to hear from you guys. So feel free to email us at withlovethepodcast at gmail.com or reach out via Instagram at withlovethepod. Thanks for listening and catch you next Friday for a new episode.